Welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host. And this is a New Year's Day special program. I've been wanting to put this together ever since I found out about the passing of my dear friend of 53 years, Douglas Ray Jones. He and I grew up together from 6th grade until his passing back in May of this year. I actually should correct that and say as of May of last year, 2023. I met him in sixth grade in Mrs. Larson's class. And according to the story he tells, we were choosing partners for some activity and she asked him to pair up with me, which he did. And that's how our friendship began. So I have to thank for, first of all, Mrs. Larson, our uh, sixth grade teacher for bringing the two of us together. We became fast friends and um, what was nice was the fact that he lived not far from the school and actually it was walking um, the same path to my home which was a little further away and I would go over to his house and uh, we might play out in the backyard wrestle around in the falling leaves during autumn but some of our favorite uh, times were spent when we would um, we would watch television. MASH was one of our favorite programs, along with the Bob Newhart show. And we absolutely loved watching them. We would memorize some of the lines, and we would repeat them sometimes at school. We had a wonderful friendship. Very few situations where we ever had problems as friends. Although there was one in grade school, and I think it was in seventh grade, possibly. My mother had just given me a brand new winter coat, a blue, sort of puffy kind of thing with a hood. And as we tended to do, we would uh, kind of kid around and wrestle around and what have you, even at school before class. And my jacket got ripped, and I blamed him. And the next thing I knew, we were waiting to go see the principal, Mr. Ridgway, who knew of our friendship. And um, he was a little surprised that we were there because he knew we were very good friends. So when it was all said and done, we both apologized for getting upset, me more than him, and uh, went on to um, eighth grade and we went through high school together. We would even go to football games, <clears throat> even though neither of us were sports fans per se. We just liked going to the football games, getting out, uh, being a part of the crowd, as it were. And um, it was it was quite a relationship. I'll share more as we continue on. But something that we did back in 1981, December 11th and 12th, we went into the studios of the first radio station that I ever worked for, Sun Sounds Radio Reading Service. It was a reading service for the blind and visually impaired. And we brought with us a bunch of records, our favorite songs or artists, uh, between me with John Denver and Barry Manilow, I had some Neil Diamond and his uh, records of um, uh, Simon and Garfunkel and, uh, and others. And then we brought with us uh, things to read. We brought with us a new times for that particular month or that week, I guess it was. And we shared some of the stories and surveys that they had listed in there, especially for the end of the year, 1981. So I'm going to share with you some of that radio program that we recorded. It was the first radio program that I ever really recorded like that, uh, though I had been producing the uh, programs that were broadcast on Sun Sounds Radio Reading Service. It was broadcast on a subcarrier of the uh, FM station, which was the NPR station. I believe it is now KJAZ, KJZZ. Uh, but back then, uh, I, I can't remember the call. K-E-Y-T, -K I believe. No, K-A-E-T. That was it. K-A-E-T. And um, uh, so we went into the studio, and we just played radio. So what I'm going to share with you throughout this program are some excerpts, and then I'll come back in with some stories of uh, my relationship with my best friend of 53 years, uh, Doug Jones. And um, one of the things that was, is so funny uh, today, especially because people refer to me as Dr. D. And that kind of comes from 
partly because I refer to myself, because of some of the work that I do on the side, as an audio physician, an archivalist, if you will. I have transferred uh, albums and records, 78s and 33s, reel-to-reels, cassettes, um, and uh, alike to the computer, digitized them, and then made them available on CD or emailed them and so forth. And uh, so um, I got the name Dr. D. Well, during our friendship, specifically in high school, whenever we would come to a set of double doors that opened from the center, we would holler out, Dr. Dugan, Dr. Jones, to surgery. And, of course, uh, Douglas Ray Jones, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. Made perfect sense to me. So we had a lot of fun. And I have not really, as I've shared on programs past, I haven't shed a tear for my dear friend because we just had too much fun together. We played throughout our lives together. I found out, too, that even during the period of time in the last 10 or 20 years that we really haven't stayed as close, but we still communicated by phone. When I would fly back to Phoenix for um, my sister's memorial, my father's memorial, uh, I would do my best to try to meet with him at the airport because that's where he worked. And I uh, wasn't able to this past March when I went back for my father's memorial, uh, but I was, uh, I was uh, visiting with him a year ago Two years ago now, <laughs> it's hard to keep all of this straight. Two years ago, when I was back there in April, I managed to sit down with him over a meal at the airport at one of the kiosks, and we just talked and shared and laughed, and and it was just a wonderful time. And we hugged every time we talked on the phone, and even at those times when we were there in person together, I would always end our communication telling him that I loved him. And I did. I loved him dearly because he was there for me when I needed him, especially during the difficult bullying years in school. With that, I now turn you over to our DJ for 1981. I hope you enjoy these excerpts and I'll be back in just a little bit. It's It's time. time! For a special special presentation presentation by K.R.D.B. Your host host this evening, evening, Douglas Douglas Smith Smith and Barry Barry Jones, Jones. engineered by Gern Blanston. And now, here are Doug Smith and Barry Jones. Hi guys, how you doing out there tonight? Hello. Hi. We're Hi. Good. Hi. How are you? Oh. Oh. Bye. Bye. That's just good. That's just good. <laughs> <laughs> Kill this here. Thank you. Thank you. How do you like that music? Isn't that fancy? That music's real cool, yeah. man. That's how do, neat. How, what do you think? What do you think of this? What do you think of this? I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh man. Freaked out. Alright, we'll kill the echo. And the music. Bye bye, music. That was neat. Anyway, hey, so how are you guys doing this evening? What are you guys up to this we're, evening? We're just fine. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. That's good. Oh. No, this is on the uh, record. I'm going to kill the record. <coughs> I'd someone, say you. I someone would, pulled the power. I don't know. I would, I would say you killed that record. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> As you've already surmised, uh, I went a little crazy with the uh, reverb or echo, if you will. Uh, and um, it wasn't something that I just discovered, but it just seemed kind of to work. So uh, bear with us as we have a little bit of that throughout the uh, excerpts that you'll be listening to. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you go ahead and uh, I understand that we have a. Hi. Okay. Hi. We have a. Hello, Barry. How are you doing? Oh. Okay. My head with yes, Barry, clean it up. Okay. Oh. I understand that we have worst of Phoenix readers poll here on uh, KRDB. Right. And all three of us are going to talk As, about that. As uh, oh boy, hold on a second. Let me see if I can get 
We've got some. We've got some good music for you this evening, as well, or on this broadcast, as well as as other things. Um, so, as a matter of fact, the Phoenix Readers Poll. Now, you can take this poll along with us, or you can get the New Times Weekly and use it as toilet paper. It's up to you. Um, what we're going to do here is uh, I'm going to bring you. Let's see. I'm going to go ahead and read the top part here, if that's all right with you, Doug. And, sure. Go uh, ahead. All right. Worst of Phoenix Readers Poll as yet another calendar year uh, churns to a close. Look back in anger. Easier this year, uh, earlier rather, this year. Uh, we guys <laughs> had to keep it down in there trying to read. He's still wiping his face. He's got grape all over the room. I was try- I told you to I clean up before you came. I, I don't. N- nothing. You don't clean up? Personally, I don't believe in personal hygiene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this guy's got integrity like people got B.O. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, what we have here is a failure to communicate. communicate. You got okay. It. Now, moving on. <laughs> yeah, worst of Phoenix readers poll. Earlier this year, you helped us determine the best of Phoenix. Now we're asking you to help select the worst. Let's face it. A lot of things in Phoenix are more fun than a barrel of monkeys. But a lot more... Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, but a lot oh. more are scraping that barrel's bottom. Oh, my. <laughs> so, don't get mad. Get even. Grab this poison pen. Grab that poison pen. And fill in your candidates... For the cream of the pits, you needn't give an answer for every category, but using the comments section, feel free to spill your ve- um, to spill your venom about anything we might have missed. And if you, or rather, if you've—that's with a apostrophe V-E—got any pictures, photographs. Photography, folks. Newspaper clippings, like what were read in the from a today, uh, etc., that are worse, uh, that are worth more than a thousand insults. We'd like to see them too. Sorry, but nothing can be returned. We admit it. Our filing system is great. Z filing system. Okay. Results will be will be put in. The January 6th issue of New Times Weekly. Mail your candidates to Worst of Phoenix Poll, P.O. Box 2510. That's 2510. Phoenix, Arizona 85004. That's 85004. Deadline to receive poll is, folks, is it's December 21st. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what hey, can what I say? Can you I try, say? To, you try to, throw to throw an effect in there and close it. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I got to get rid of this first, okay? okay. I got to get out of this room, okay? okay. Stand by, please. Okay. All right, they're going to move along to the poll. They're going to help you folks out while I get a few pieces of music ready. Okay, boys? Okay, just All right. fine. All right. Okay. Now, we want you all to know that if you have any advice or anything you'd like to call in for, our number is 231 Oh, All you got to do is call us. Oh, oh, yeah, that's it. All you gotta do is call us and uh, watch those white flashing lights, Richard. That means somebody's trying to get a hold of us or somebody's playing with a phone. But uh, what are you doing? He's moving the phone so we can all see it. Oh, that's pretty. This is, we have a pretty phone here tonight, folks. It's, it's tan. It's got little lights on it, little buttons, a little red button, a whole bunch of push button. Move on, move on. I'm getting that signal. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> wiping my mouth. <laughs> yes, he's still wiping his mouth. Okay, so now we're going to talk about television. Okay, Barry, what do you think is the worst local show? I don't watch TV. Well, here goes the whole poll for him. Okay, uh, Robert. The worst. T- yeah, what Mash. Is Mash is the worst local TV show. Oh, we're going to get phone calls on that one, I know. We can't hear you. Shoot that sucker. Uh, that was Richard. Um, that was one phone call. Cough <laughs> <laughs> button. Translated for those of you who were on drugs at the time, that also, from what I just heard, <laughs> that was an obnoxious noise for those of you on drugs. For those of you not on drugs, that was a that was an obnoxious noise. That was an ab bop bop. You can't talk. I'm in radio. Moving along. You can't talk. in radio. That's just like you can't see. You're in television. Okay. The worst local show. Let's get an agreement here, Richard. What do you feel is the worst local show? The worst local show? Yes. Uh, being in all seriousness and honestness and everything. Wait a moment. We like it. Yes, please. As much as possible. I mean, just like we are this tonight. You know. I mean. Um, the worst local show is at the very beginning of television. Okay. Don't do that. That's disgusting. It's a little vulgar and putrid. I would say the worst local show Don't would have to be, come on guys, would have to be probably the news programs. I think they are amateurishly done. Uh, you can choose any network, any station you want, and I would say the news programs. Okay, I would say the worst local show that I've seen is uh, Rita Davenport, whatever the name of that is. Open House, that's it. 
Okay. The worst uh, anchor person. Okay. Um, I think that What's-His-Face on Channel 10, I think he's on his way out. That's Bill Close. Bill Close is on his way out? I think so. Why is that? I mean, he may be an old standard for this city, but I think he's on his way out. I really do. Uh, because I think New Blood's going to eventually take over. I don't care if he is the chief news director or what have you at KO Cool Cool TV. I don't think he's going to be around that much longer. He's going to kick off. Or I think, you know, I don't think he's going to be that around that long. Although Channel 3 is at the bottom of the heap. Um, I think I think uh, Bill Close. Uh, okay, what about you, Barry? Well, while we're waiting for Barry, <laughs> we're going to go into a song called Let Me Be There by Olivia Newton-John. I'm looking at a list here, pardon me, pardon me for breaking into the song. Looking at a list here that I was given of the songs to play this evening, my playlist. They're checkmarks by some songs and checkmarks by not some songs. What the hell does this mean? Barry? Barry, I can't hear you. Turn you. Okay, are, are you I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys one more time. Don't turn those mics off. Okay. What do the checkmarks mean? Well, those... Not... The, those. Go ahead. Are we on the air? Yes. Not on the air air, just on the tape. Go ahead. We're on the tape. What do they mean? Those are the songs I like the best. Oh, okay. Thank you. Now we're going to get back to more Olivia Newton-John with Let Me Be There from her album of the same name. Thank you. KRDB. The call letters come, of course, from the initials of the three of us. K, R for Richard, D for Doug, and B for Barry, our young friend who joined us that particular evening. And as you will find out as we continue on, uh, this went from probably around, um, oh, I don't know, 11 or 11.15 p.m. on the 11th through to uh, 12.12.81. And uh, that took us to about a quarter past the hour, which, um, as you'll also hear Doug mention his fatigue as we were doing this program. There is a second reel-to-reel, and I'm going to find that, and I'll put that up on the web and not uh, put it here together as a program per se, but I hope that uh, I hope that you enjoy the fun that we had there at KRDB on uh, December 11th and 12th of 1981. The best. The best. best. In, in Arizona's music is K R D B F M. Now back to Phoenix Reader's Paul. Okay, we last left us wondering to know, wondering to know, the the worst local anchor person, according to Barry Douglas, Barry Jones, that's his name. Who do you think is the worst local anchor person? I don't watch the news. I didn't watch the news. Okay, well then I would say the worst local anchor person that I know of today. Um, I don't watch the news either. No, I watch the news. I guess maybe Linda Turley on Channel Five. I like Ken Coy the best. I I don't know. I I don't really pay that much attention to any of them. Well, you should pay more attention to it. Okay, the worst weatherman. Ah, yes. <laughs> I would say. I don't know. Uh, Dewey Hopper. I don't like Dewey Hopper. I don't know why. He's just crazy. I'll tell you, I don't like any of the uh, weathermen. I like Joe Doherty. I don't think... Uh, well, okay. On the professional standpoint, when it comes to comes to uh, TV and radio, and, and uh, n- or rather TV news, per se, Channel 10 has the most professional sounding. Okay? Mm-hmm. I think they... They... Take the, w- the, the professional sound literally. Right. I think. Um, but all the other stations are just, they just play around with it. It's not, it's not really, to them it's not uh, a job. And I think that it needs to be taken more seriously. I really think so. Okay, what about the uh, worst sportscaster locally? Worst sportscaster? Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's hard to say, I think, because I think uh, Jim, uh, what is his Jim name? Hell. No, he does weather. On Channel 3, I can't think of his name. That's strange. Jim, I can't think of his name. Um, 
he he's uh, known here at Sun Sounds. Um, not Howell, Jim Jeffries. I think oh. he does a good job too. Channel 12s, they do. Pr- I, I I would have to go with 10 and uh, Anthony Martinez as being the worst. I you know that's the only thing I think of. The thing is, I think they make news per se as a whole, co- forecasting so far. Um. It's a game. It's a game show, and I don't think it should be a game show. Okay, here we go, then. This this is changing it from news. What do you think is the worst local TV blooper? The worst local TV blooper? Mm-hmm. The Wallace and Ladmore show. It's <laughs> <laughs> been a 27-year blooper. Yeah. Um, local. God, I can't think of what, what we've got in the way of local shows. Most of it's national. Well, we've got read it all of Channel 5, practically. Yeah, okay, all right. There's your acceptance rule. Um Actually, though, the only other local thing is the newscasts. What about you, Barry? What do you think is the worst local TV blooper? I don't watch much TV. I don't watch TV. <laughs> I thought that was him talking, and I didn't see his mouth moving. <laughs> Pretty good, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, that is good. I I actually thought that was him talking, and his mouth wasn't moving. I thought, how's he doing this? <laughs> yeah, Doug, you're real dumb, real yeah, well, naive. You know what's happening, but... Yes, I know what's happening. We're going to uh-huh. go into another song here as we try to figure out from Barry... Barry, you better come up with a good answer. Besides, we're going to be listening to a lot of music tonight. That's (laughs) right. And here's John Denver to sing Some Days Are Diamonds here on KRDBFM. The music that we selected uh, was all our choices. And uh, of course, John Denver, one of my favorites. If you've listened to this program for any length of time, you already know that. And um, one of the songs that epitomized our friendship, mine and Doug's. Uh, was uh, Simon and Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Water, which um, I'm going to play a portion of later on in the program. Uh, But it really, it spoke to the fact that we were there for each other. We were there to support each other through whatever we were going through. And um, there were some some rugged periods in our uh, time together, but it was not so much between the two of us as much as supporting uh, each other. Uh, I was there when the passing of his father and the passing of his mother and uh, he, of course, was very much aware of the passing of my sister and my father. Uh, and, um, yeah, we, we stuck together. We were, we were together through thick and thin. And um, music was a big part of that. Another uh, a piece of music that we had a blast with um, was a double record album uh, by a wonderful satirist by the name of uh, Stan Freeberg. He has since passed on as well. But he left behind an incredible legacy. One of those um, double albums was The United States of America, The Early Years. Once again, we uh, memorized so many of the bits in that particular uh, album, double album. And I uh, went ahead and I bought the CD some years later when it was available. Uh, but um, apparently it was his brother, Lloyd's, a record album. And uh, he basically um, borrowed it, put it on reel-to-reel, and we would put the reel on and we would listen to it over and over and over again because it was it was just so funny. Uh, that was the thing about us is that <laughs> repetition uh, really allowed us to uh, memorize some of these bits that we could then use out in the real world when certain things would happen. And uh, it's just... Um, it was it was just a glorious time to be alive as a kid growing up in Phoenix with Doug and um, some of the few friends that we did have together. And now, back to KRDB-FM. You notice there's no frequency uh, because we didn't have one. And now, back, back to our worst of Phoenix Readers Poll with Doug Smith and Barry Douglas. Change our names every time. Isn't that fun? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to switch now to radio. Who do you think, Barry, is the worst DJ? Besides me. Richard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Uh, no? Oh. Why can't I hear myself? I hear music. I do, too. wonder who, why. Who do we have? John Denver, but we're not going to turn it up. Let's not turn it up. Let's keep him in the background. Okay. Keep <laughs> he sings, too, huh? I really don't know. <laughs> John Denver just... Bit the big the worst one. DJ, right? Okay, the worst talk show host. Phil Donahue. Oh, come on. He's good. Sort of, kind of, in a way. I don't know. Okay, we're going to skip around on this thing now. Let's go to... Uh, oh, we're going to be on all the night. five worst movies of 1981. Oh, that okay, is easy. That is easy. Hey, wait. What are they? Somebody <laughs> tell me what they are. I mean, you know. <laughs> After you're done with that, I, right? I don't know anything about the movies. Look so. alive. 
I'm, I'm alive. I look just fine, I think. Not necessarily. Not all the time. Airplane. I thought that was funny. That sucked. Wow. Well, whatever turns you on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're into that stuff? You're into kinky stuff? Yeah, that's kinky. All right. uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I killed that duck. <laughs> okay, what is the worst male star? Bo Derek. Yeah. That's female son. Oh, I don't mean uh, Bo Derek. I mean, uh, not Bo Derek. Bo uh, Diddley? No, not Bo Derek, but uh, Bo Brooke Di- Shields. Brooke Shields. That's male. I mean, that's female. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you got it right there. Wackle, wackle, wackle. Okay, the worst. Uh, the worst, huh? Worst star you never want to see nude again? <laughs> Bo Derek. Bo Derek. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. I think it's Bo Diddley. Bo uh, Diddley. Bo Diddley. Okay, Bo let's Bo Diddley, go to. Uh, the worst legislator. We're just okay now. You are don't. they? Okay, wait a minute. Now, are they talking about? Are they talking about? Um. In the way of legislators, like congressmen, congressmen. Uh, doesn't say. It just says worst legislator, allegedly senator politicians. Okay, then I would say congressmen, and I would say Barry Goldwater. That's and right. I hope I, I pray, Barry Goldwater is not elected again. That's who I was named after. Never again. I hope he never is. I have a little interesting little thing here from the New Times. Uh, some pictures here of some people. What teenagers in the 60s thought of the Rolling Stones? An old clean-cut guy who's got one of those duck tails and a slick-down hair says, uh, they're, um, let's see, they're queers, aren't they? Well, what those same people say about the Stones today, that same guy who's got a mustache and bald on top and got hair on the sides and a hairy as chest in the world <laughs> and suspenders, says, uh, the st- he says this, they're gay, aren't they? Oh, there's a young lady uh I'm not, oh, it looks like a clean-cut young man, an Indian kid, looks like, and uh, he says, um, I can't stand him. And below, and today, he, uh, he's got, his hair is just frizzed out like you wouldn't believe, and he's got a big nose, or is that, um, I'm not sure if that's real or not, in the plastic glasses. Anyway. And he says, um, I was into the stones before it was popular to be into the stones. Well, there's a young lady who's very good-looking in the 60s, and uh, uh, blonde, uh, good-looking, you know, uh, all-American girl kind of thing. She says, um, back in the 60s, surf music rules. And uh, she looks like from the, um, you know, the Frankie Avalon and so forth type movies, you know, Beach Bikini Bingo or something, I don't remember. She says, I like their magazine. Here's an interesting fellow. um, uh, Oh, I'm sorry, no, yeah, we'll go to the uh, young lady. Very young little girl here, probably uh, six or seven years old. She says, she says, Depraved. I mean, she's a young kid with a finger in her dimple, and uh, I think it's stuck in her cheek, actually. She poked it right through. I don't know. Blonde hair. Cute little kid. Well, here she is. She's grown up, and uh, she's got frizzed out hair and very looks like very thick lipstick. And she says, um, thanks to the stones, I'm into bondage today. Well, here's a, here's a guy who's just, I mean, the all-American kid. The glasses, the very thick-rimmed uh, uh, black glass frames, and the crew cut, and the tie, the th- real thin tie with the jacket and the white shirt, he says, uh, back in the 60s. Preppy. Preppy, okay. Thank you. He says, uh, they can't hold a candle to Jerry and the uh, pacemakers. pacemakers. Well, you need a pacemaker. They had him these back are, then. They had him back then. Oh, incredible, isn't it? Incredible. Well, today he has got an incredible tan. His hair is frizzed out. He's still wearing bigger, uh, thinner frame glasses. He's got a big uh, mustache. It's looking really strange. He says, they can't hold a candle to Kenny Rogers. Uh, well, here's a young lady. Here's something very interesting. She hasn't changed at all. Her hairstyle is still the same, and she's still... You know, looks pretty much the same. And uh, back in the 60s, she says, I want to grow up and marry Mick. Well, um, let's find out what happened back now. Today, she says, and she looks pretty much the same. She looks like a man, though. She says, uh, they're sexist, they're sexy. Let me try that again. They're sexist and domineering to women. And they're killing, uh, and they've killed any chance for ERA, uh, for the ERA, uh, that the ER may have had in this country. <laughs> yes, folks, she said all that. And um, she looks like a guy. I, I don't know what the problem is. There's a girl here who, in the 60s, she says, um, I think they're bitchin'. And that was back in the 60s. You didn't use those kinds of words in the magazines and newspapers. And she's uh, smoking and so forth. Well, down below, she's got two kids. And uh, she looks kind of old. And she said, I found Jesus. Praise the Lord, my soul is filled with glory. Praise the Lord, I love to tell the story. I think you just shut me off. Was I on? No, no, no. I wasn't I mean, yes, I mean, yes, I mean, yes. I was singing a gorgeous song. Was I on? Yes, yes. Ah, 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 ah.
Okay, back to the poll. Uh, you're welcome. All right, the worst... This is transportation now we're talking about. The worst stretch of freeway. The ugliest. I would have to say... I really haven't seen an ugly freeway that much. <laughs> All right. Worst, uh, worst mode of transportation. That tasted great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. The ugliest street. Now you tell me the ugliest street in this valley. I and I'll show you the ugliest freeway. Unless, of course, you have to drive too far. The ugliest street? Yes. You want to know what the ugliest yes. street in this I valley is? I want to know the ugliest street in this valley. I can't tell you. I don't know. I don't either. Um, no, I would have to uh, say probably... Now, in, in, in my terms of ugly, it would be the road what itself. What are your terms of ugly? The road itself, as opposed to garbage or something like that, which is probably what they're talking about, but I don't care. <laughs> I would say 3rd Avenue, 3rd Street. All right. What because I used to go up there. What's that the, a lot. the worst road during rush hour? Oh, gee, that'd have to be Thomas, because that's the one to travel on the most. And well, it's I would, I would between, between 7th Street and 16th Street. I would have to say Thomas uh, between 15th Avenue and... Seventh, uh, Seventh Street, or uh, Camelback, yeah. all the way from the freeway to the freeway, <laughs> <laughs> all the way from the Superstition Freeway to Miracle Free. Camelback is really busy during rush hour. Well, yeah, it's uh, a major street like Central. Okay, the worst custom license plate. I saw the other day it said four by four pick. Um, Picks his nose with a 4x4, four four, <laughs> huh? My goodness, he's a big fit there. Uh, I don't think he's a 2x4, really, it's a little thinner. I really seen a bad license plate that I can think of. I'm just flipping through the New Times Weekly. We can and, tell. Uh, uh, yes. The worst bumper sticker. Oh, fart. Okay, uh, <laughs> that would be a pretty bad one. The worst uh, new law. The worst new law? Yeah. Changing the parking meters to 20 cents. No. Uh, the worst broken promise. Uh, pro uh, law, I would say, in in what I deal with, and it's not really a law. I mean, it is, but it isn't. They deregulated the radio industry so much. You know, they they no longer control it as much as they did, and I think in in one sense that's a mistake. But anyway, that's my opinion. Okay, what do you think is the uh, the ugliest church? The ugliest church. Uh, Biltmore Nazarene. I had a feeling you'd say that. That's the most gorgeous church. It is a beautiful church. Um, okay, let's go on. Uh, let's. I got one more question. Richard, I know you'll love to answer this one. What do you think is the worst high rise? The worst high rise? The worst high rise in the valley. That's, gonna be, that's a tough one. Okay, moving right along. Uh, then. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, I, I didn't like that high rise either. Okay, we're gonna we're going to uh, tell you a little bit about uh, some things. Richard was talking about the the Rolling Stones, and we're gonna talk about back in the Stone Age. So here we go. When I was assigned this article, I was excited. The Rolling Stones. Is this a long article? I, no, I don't mean not, to. It's not a long article. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. When I was assigned this article, I was <laughs> excited. The Rolling Stones are my favorite group, so this person says. But since I was only two when they started, I would have to do some research. Actually, talk to people who are old enough to remember that time so long ago when Kennedy was in the White House, when there was no cable, no designer jeans, no good FM station on the radio. But the Stones changed all that. Where to start, I thought. I've got it. I'll call my cousin back in Michigan. He was actually alive in the early 60s, and maybe he can help me fill in the gaps. He took me all the way back to the Stone Age. This is the history of the early Rolling Stones. 1963. In September, the Stones began their first English tour on the same bill as Bo Diddley and the Everly Brothers. Told you there was a Bo Diddley. Yep. Moving right along. Evidently, there was... N whoop. <laughs> evidently... Please be careful in there. <laughs> there were not many stadium <laughs> shows in those days, as the Stones actually played indoors most of the time. 1964. In June, the Stones began their first U.S. tour. My cousin says that only 600 people showed up to see them in Omaha. Wow, can you imagine? More people than that show up now to see them score drugs. My cousin says also that in those days, Bill Wyman, the bass player, moved around a lot more. In fact, he got so carried away for a while, doing the frog and the jerk while playing his bass, that Mick had to take him aside and tell him to stop stealing the show. Bill hasn't moved since. 1965, then came the Vietnam. None of the guys in the band... The Vietnam, huh? Then came Vietnam, or Vietnam. None of the guys in the band were ever drafted. Don't ask me why, I couldn't find out why. According to my cousin, Wild Horses was written about the war. He ought to know. He was there and lived through those distant times. 1966, the Rolling Stones were fined five pounds each for urinating on a wall in a station in Romford Road, England. It made headlines all over England. This may sound weird to people of the 80s, but you've got to keep in mind that this was the 60s, and people still believed in peace and love. 1967, the Rolling Stones were to appear on a TV show called Mr. Ed Sullivan. Mr. Ed refused to let them sing their current hit with the line, Let's Spend the Night Together. Remember, this was before Gene commercials. The band was real, <laughs> the band was real mad. Were they going to put up with this ridiculous nonsense for some fat guy who controlled the taste of the entire nation? You bet. The Stones appeared and changed those words to, let's spend some time together.
1968. This is a bit hazy, but my cousin says that some girl named Mary Ann was unfaithful to Mick and they broke up. 1969. One of the original Rolling Stones, Brian Jones, died in a swimming pool. Evidently, he couldn't swim much better than Natalie Wood. The Stones also appeared appeared at a racetrack called the Almont in California. They invited the Hills Angels and bought them a bunch of beer. The bikers get drunk and start looking for Negroes with empty guns. They found one and kill him. This Mars, an otherwise great show. That's it. That's the history of the Stones in the 60s. Of course, I could have written all about the imitators who followed the path of the Rolling Stones. People like Muddy Waters, B.B. King, and Bo Diddley, who copied the Stones sound and started recording after the greatest rock and roll band had ever blazed the path. But I won't talk about those. And then, of course, you know, after the Who concert, where many people were killed back in Cincinnati in 1979, I believe. Mm -hmm. Well, on that note, we are going to move along to... Can't you guys be more careful in there, please? (laughs) Here's Billy Joel and... You may be right here on KRDBFM. Monophonic. One of the wonderful memories that I have of my dear friend Doug Jones was a trip that we took in 1980. Doug wanted to be a youth pastor and decided that he was going to go to college, going to go to a, a Nazarene college because that was the denomination he was a member of. And he was going to study to be a youth pastor. Well, there was a uh, Nazarene college, I believe it was in Olathe, Kansas. And I had an aunt of my father's, my father's sister, Pearl, who lived in Olathe, Kansas. And they weren't that far apart, the, the two cities. And so we drove cross country. And it was one of the craziest trips that I have ever taken but it was uh, it was a blast Uh, we had so much fun on that trip and one of the incidents that happened was that as we crossed and I believe it was in uh, New Mexico the eastern part as we crossed over and we saw the sign uh, as we crossed over the continental divide uh, of course I being one who loves milestones would make the comment on a regular basis from that point forward, this is my first time across the Continental Divide. And Doug got so tired of it that he made a joke out of it. He says, yeah, we know, we know. And we traveled through New Mexico and into Texas. We were going to visit a friend of his, which we eventually did. But we, we got on the Dallas Loop that I guess circles Dallas, Texas, in the north, the northern part of Dallas. And, of course, no GPS. We're using a paper map. And I'm telling him, okay, take such and such exit. We just passed it. Okay, let me look ahead here. And I look ahead. Okay, take this exit. We just passed it. Before you knew it, we were in South Dallas. So we got off the freeway. (laughs) And we just decided we're just going to drive on the streets of Dallas and work our way back to where we're supposed to be to meet his friend. And that's what we did. Uh, it was it was a crazy trip. It really was. But I will say the culmination of that trip was that when we finally got home, pulled into my parents' driveway, we were kind of upset with each other because we both thought the other owed uh, money to uh, the other, if you will. Well, I said I didn't want to lose the friendship, so I said, if you're willing, I'm willing to call it even. And he was, and again, we remained friends. Uh, we remained friends ever since. Like I said, weird. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all of you out there from all of us. We hope this season is a very joyous one for you. May your days be merry and bright. And may all your Christmases be white. What do you think? Is that you, Richard? That ain't me. <clears throat> Who is it? I wouldn't be cut. Well, I might try that. I don't know. Um, Are we on the air? Yeah, we're on the tape. Okay, we're on the tape. Here we go. Did you know this is future news? Yeah, I was going to... Huh? What? Do you have a typewriter in there? <coughs> how's, how's this? How's, this, how's, this, how's, this, how's, this, 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 this. Time, Time now, now for future, future news. news. Did you know Did you that know in that? Baghdad, Iran, the war between Iran and Iraq entered its 400th year today with no end in sight? Big deal. Asked why they keep it going, an Iraqi army official replied, it's for the Guinness Book of Records. <laughs> <laughs> in Phoenix, a tragic <laughs> disease continues to make the round of Arizona dogs. Veterinarians say there isn't much they can do, but let the virus run its course and point to the bright spots. Among, <laughs> them, among them, Final Fillmore went belly up this morning. 
<laughs> oh, you don't like the monkeys? London. More pieces of the original London Bridge, 2,000 years old, and bearing Roman inscriptions, have been found on the banks of the Thames River, or Thames, as it's Thames. Pronounced. Thames. What school did you go to? Uh, great or high? Uh, the British Museum. Not much more, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the, British <laughs> the British Museum wanted to keep the artifacts at home, but they will be shipped to America instead. It's in our contract, a spokeswoman said, for the Lake Havasu City Council. In Washington, budget director David Stockman has been quoted again as saying the trickle-down theory is all wet and the Pentagon is the biggest fat cat house in Washington. Aides said, however, that President Reagan is not angry over the story, mainly because it appeared in the Reader's Digest and there was therefore too long for him to read it all at once. <laughs> they should have given him the condensed version. That's, that's a good idea. Large print, even. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Houston, predictions that Houston will be the fastest-growing city in the Sun Belt in the 80s have some people worried here. Our main concern, one civic leader said, is that we'll start to lose what we came here for in the first place and that Houston will become just another Phoenix. The government is broke. The only way to keep it going is by sending the Rolling Stones out to do concerts. <laughs> Did you know that if you inhale a cigarette through the handkerchief, you will get a picture of Jesse Helms? <laughs> if he can't find the state legislator who bit him, Boris Udall will have to stop start painful rabies shots next Tuesday. Glenn Campbell and Rita Davenport have been seen more than once together uh -oh. at a posh French cafeteria. Posh. Posh. Not posh. Posh, posh. French cafeteria, posh. and it's very, serious. Very, very posh. Christown is the biggest Phoenix Police Department. I mean, wait a minute. Christown, <laughs> Christown is the Phoenix Police Department's biggest sting operation so far. Two out of three members of the Arizona Corporation Commission are illegal aliens. A DPS raid is set, <laughs> for, a DPS raid is set for this Friday. Did you know that a, a Phoenix police officers entered Christown Mall yesterday requiring that all bookstores in the mall take out all nude magazines and nude books. Oh, what am I going to buy? After, after the Christmas holidays. Oh, uh, yeah, well. There's an article in the paper about it. Gotta go, I, bye. I, this is very, this exciting. Is very exciting. 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 I would like, I to, would wish like to wish everyone out there in Radio Land a very, very, very Merry Christmas. It's 11.34. I can't read the personals because... It's too, it's too dark. dark. I'm going to, going turn, to turn the other microphones, microphones on, on so we can, so we can hear the other two fellows. Hello. Hello. How are you? Fine. Barry, are you there? I'm there. Yucky, 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 let, 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 let there. Oh, I got one for you. On KXEG. As a point of reference, I worked for KXEG for 15 years in the 80s, early 90s during the height of televangelism. It was an extraordinary period of time in my life. You are listening to KRDB-FM Phoenix. We are experiencing technical difficulties at the present time. Please stand by. No. If you don't wish to stand, you may sit down if no. you have an available chair. No. If your mother is nearby, massage your grandmother. No. You may do what? Do you who? <laughs> and as you very well know, we are the only radio station in town that you can talk back to. <laughs> You shouldn't hate people, my boy. She said he'll cause you trouble if you let him in the You want to turn the lights back on? No, do you? I hate a lot of people. Why? You breathe well on the radio. Vicky! No, shut the hell up. This tape has not been censored. Or sent to Richard Nixon. Thank goodness. Richard, I mean, Barry. Barry, you're breathing. Oh, my God. Quick, Barry's breathing. Excuse me. She said he'll cause you trouble when you let him in the room. Can you see well enough to put on another song? Bridge over troubled water. Let's all listen. What are you doing? I don't know. Well, I figured I'd play with myself. Ah. Do you need some light? Ah. Ah. The time here on ah. Sun Sounds is 11.53.56. We've, got, we've got to leave in a half hour. Do we? Yep. Uh, do you need some light? Why don't we turn the lights back on? I like idea. it dark. Yeah, but I can't see what I'm doing. Oh, well, <laughs> and I want to hear one. some songs. Well, we got to get out of here. I can't see what he's doing. Play, play Bridge Over Troubled Water. I will do that as soon as Thank I get you. some light. Okay, turn I'll get light. you some light. Got nope. a match? No, can't. Ha. Well, I could fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! We're gonna hear Richard 
Fart. Nah, I didn't out. say it. Hey, wh what's next? I'm getting anxious. Uh-oh. Don't get antsy, kid. <laughs> Let's hear Angel of the Morning. Angel of the Morning. You just came into my coffee. Not <coughs> magic. I would love to hear Xanadu. And now. And now. And now. There's an echo in here. There's an echo. 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 What do you think? Did you like that? Yes. Did you enjoy that? Yes. Did you feel inspired and moved? No. Moved, maybe. Well, well, this is all I've got to say. BMs do that to you. BM. BM? Bowel mm -hmm. <laughs> <Owl> movement. move <laughs> you. I was going to say, as, as a wise man once told me, Never. Go on with God, move on with Jesus Christ, and be a true soldier of his. This is my prayer for each and every one of you. God grant it. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. As we come to the close of this particular program, and I thank you for bearing with me through it, it's it's uh, an, an extraordinary uh, opportunity for me to listen once again uh, to the voice of my dear friend. I call him Smokey. Uh, I, he get he I, I can't even remember exactly how he got that name. All I remember is that there was a period of time when that's what you referred to uh, law enforcement. You called him Smokey, uh, though he was never in law enforcement. Somehow it just stuck. But one of the most profound and meaningful experiences that I had with my dear friend was when in high school he came out to me telling me that he was interested in in, uh, in in men. And I just said to him, I said, Doug, what do you want me to do with that? You're my best friend. It doesn't change anything, at least not for me. And that's um, that has been something that has stayed with me. And that's one of the reasons why I always told him at the end of every conversation we ever had that I loved him. I loved him very much because I knew how hard it was for him. He lost his job as a youth pastor at the Nazarene Church. He was ostracized by his brother, unfortunately. Uh, just a lot of things happened that were so sad, and um, my heart has always gone out to him. But he found happiness, and he found joy. And his, um, his partner, before his passing, um, Julio is his name, he shared with me um, on a phone call I had after Doug's passing that he never lost that childlike quality. I think one of the most touching things that Julio shared with me, though, was he says, he was always talking about you. Well, I'm always talking about him, too. And uh, he, he meant a lot to me, and he still does. So I just wanted to share this, this with you, going back some now, 43 years. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I thank you for taking this journey with me and uh, Doug and uh, Barry as well. And I'm going to wrap things up with the tail end of that program. So thank you so much for tuning in. What? <laughs> I guess I was supposed to do yeah, talking now. It would help, yes. It is 12, 15 in the morning and I'm going to sleep. Good night. Why? What? Can you tell me why? Why? I am tired. Are you tired? I... Oh, no echo. There we go. I am. I meaning. Horny. You can't make I mean horny. I? Horny? Me? Horny? That's like asking Billy Graham to have a cookie. I don't get it. Instead of a graham cracker. I get it. Thank you. What's next? What was that? Van this is Heaven and Hell from the album of the same name. That's our show for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're glad you were able to join us. 12.15 in the a.m. on Saturday, December the 12th, 1981. Join us again next time for our special presentation as we bring you Bob McElroy and Peter and George Popoff in concert at Dewey's Saturday night. Saturday night. Bring your camera. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Bring your camera. For Doug Smith and Bob 
George. That's Barry! Four. Smith. And Barry John. This is Gern Blanston telling you to get out there and buy those cassettes I made. Learn with Gern. See the movie, Gern Goes to College. And learn how to play the piano like this guy didn't. Say what? Say what? Leave, 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 leave. I even talking, talking Echo. Yeah. Hey, Richard. Hey, Richard. Le- leave yeah. this, leave this record this on, on so we can so listen to it. Oh, okay. Rich. Rich. What? What? Can I borrow that? Uh. Uh. <laughs> he talks an echo too. <laughs> A little slower than most, but yes. What? What? That real to real of Olivia, the best of. The best of Olivia. Does that help, Richard? A little bit, yeah. It's scratching your earlobes. <laughs> Can I borrow it? When? When? Do that. Do you have it here or? No, it's in my apartment. Oh. I have a real drill at home. Oh, you do. What kind? I don't know. Sony. Good. Have you looked at it? No. 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 I've never seen it. I was talking to Doug. Well, specify. Specify. Anything like Anything a cinnamon? Like cinnamon? Seriously, I mean a specimen. can I borrow it? Doug, do you have a balloon in there or something? <laughs> That's what we forgot to get balloons. Oh, Richard. Yes. I can. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. He talks an echo. And God said, Is that the end of the day? Coming up, yeah. Uh, well, soon. Well, soon. It's been it's a real been joy. joy. Good night, mom. It's been a real joy. Killjoy. Killjoy. How come you're standing, you're standing up, Doug? Because God, God made me. Made, made you bipad. Pardon me. Happy Christmas and Merry New Year from all of us at KRDB. This is KRDB FM Phoenix, your station for your kind of music when you want it. Stop throwing stuff on the floor, guys. That was the table, 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 whatever. Table, 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 table. Off the table, 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 Like it, like it, like it, like it, like it. Wait, no, no, it goes. If it says, Libby's, 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 Thank you for, Thank you for joining, joining us, ladies and gentlemen. And gentlemen. This, concludes this concludes our presentation, presentation for this evening. Join us, Join us again as we, as present, we present a special, a special musical, musical tribute, tribute to all kinds of people. people. Until, then, Until then, I'm Grin Blanston. Get out there, buy those, those cassettes. cassettes. Good night. Good night. Good night.